Toolsforflooring.com is the number one destination for all things flooring. With the largest selection of quality flooring tools, installation products, and accessories from the industry's most trusted brands, you're guaranteed to always get a top-of-the-line product at prices that won't break the bank. They offer free shipping on over 2,000 products and have expedited options to allow for quick delivery straight to your door. Order online at toolsforflooring.com. Use the promo code NWFA for 5% off your order now through the end of the year. Toolsforflooring.com. That's tools number four flooring.com, the industry's leading store for everything flooring. Welcome to the Real Answers Podcast. I'm Michael Martin, President of the National Wood Flooring Association. Joining me as always is our co-host, Chris Zizza, President of CNR Flooring in New England, and past Chairman of the NWFA. Chris, how are you today? I'm doing well. Getting ready for the holidays again. I understand you're in the car going anywhere fun. I am. Driving into Boston just so I can sell more hardwood floors. And uh, unfortunately, I'm on a deadline, so uh, we'll have to do this one while I'm talking and driving. All right. Well, we'll 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 try to make it quick and easy too. No worries, man. So, what are we doing? Well, I was just thinking that since we're coming up on the end of the year, and our last podcast focused on sort of some housekeeping items to be ready for next year. And by the way, I think we covered a lot of ground there. I like I like that one a lot. But it looks like 2022 is going to be a great year with a lot of business for most companies. In fact, a lot of folks have actually been turning down business or been providing proposals with prices they don't think will be accepted, and many times are in order to really kind of control the business that they're bringing in. So it's a unique situation, Chris. No one likes to say no, but yet sometimes it has to be done. What are your thoughts on turning away business? <laughs> you know, well, you know, everyone will tell you that you don't want to turn away any business. And, and I'm almost in that camp because I, I love to believe that there's always, you know, a way to get through that project. So I'm not a fan of saying, oh, I don't want to take that job because that person's a jerk. Um, those are the ones I actually like to work through. But I think, I think quite clearly, if this statement makes sense, you have to know when to say no. You know, you have to K-N-O-W when to say N-O with an exclamation point. Because I'm telling you right now, it's funny you want to talk about this today because just last week we took a job. Well, we took a job about a month ago and it came to fruition last week. And this is a prime example of, I wish I just said no. And so what happened was I had a really good client refer us CNR flooring to a, a, a past client of theirs. No, you know, no previous relationship between us and them. And I went and it's a very high end residence with a house manager and then a full staff. And I met with the facilities manager of the home. So you get an idea how rich these people are. They have a cork floor uh, in the, throughout the whole kitchen and they've been getting it refinished over the years with just top coats. And it's just gotten to the point where it probably needs to be sanded. And they're like, the guy who used to do it is gone. He's retired. Or he passed away, whatever. Um, can you take it on? And I said, well, we have sanded cork floors in the past. Um, so I know it can be done. And we've top-coated cork floors, so I know it can be done. And, you know, I'm talking to this very direct, very serious house facilities manager. And so I, I played all the cards the right way, or so I thought. And, uh, and the downstairs had an entry hall only about 80 square feet. And I said, listen, so we make sure that all the expectations get met. 
why don't we do a, uh, a test sand on the lower hallway? And if everything goes well, we know we can bring it upstairs to the kitchen. Everybody agreed. And we were moving forward. And I charged a minimum visit for the test floor. They didn't balk. Uh, the money was all there. No problem. And we immediately encountered a problem with the sand and finish of this cork because it had been down for like 20 years. Never did I take into consideration how much of the cork had been walked off. You know, we knew that the cork was three sixteenths thick, but we didn't account for a wear pattern down the middle, which was next to nothing. And as soon as we put a machine on it, we went through. And so now, of course, I get that you ruined our floor and then I get relaxed. We have extra squares. Let's take them and we'll we'll square them up and we will figure that out together. So what we did was we took out four four squares, scraped it, put the four squares in, let it dry overnight and sent the team back to edge that or palm sand it down to level and we were trying to coat it and get our way out of there. We were successful at that only to then have them call and say that the perimeters don't look as good. And so I said, well, what do you want me to tell you? This is why we said it was a test room. And he went from you were referred to us and on and on and on. And now we're, you know, they're not happy. I'm not happy. We're certainly not getting paid enough to, to go down the road of ruining your reputation. I wish I said no. I, I really do. The funny thing is, it's the great client that referred us that I was saying yes for. And I think that's the lesson here, guys. I want you guys to think about this. We never want to let our best customers down. And I think you got to take a deep breath sometimes and say, geez, I would love to be the person to help you here. But unfortunately, I don't think the outcome of this is going to be anything that anyone's going to be happy about. And for those reasons, we're going to pass on this project. Because right now, where I'm at is now I have to send a team in there. We're demoing the existing cork, ripping it all out. We're going to reinstall a new cork in that lower hall. And they are happy with my professional approach to solving the problem. So now they're asking in the same breath, what are you going to do upstairs in the kitchen? And honestly, I'm trying to find the way to say, no, I don't want to do the upstairs in the kitchen. Um, it's, it, it, you know, but my, you know, let's go back. I'm, I'm stuttering because that's how flustered i've been over this job and i don't want any of you guys to put yourself in this condition out there when you got to just say no sometimes but there's a professional way to say no you know you have to say it's the outcome isn't going to be something that's going to work for any of us and i don't want to put myself in that position so either you're going to need to find another company that will do it and even then i i feel worried um this floor should be replaced and move forward and maybe you get a new job out of it you follow me on this, Michael? You seeing how I, I, I mean, I tailspin into this and it was awful and nobody's happy. We're losing on this because I said, yes, feel my pain out there, guys. So, you know, you did the test area in the lower level so that you could tell what would happen upstairs. So isn't that just leading to the answer that you can't do the top floor? I, I mean, so here's the funny thing. In in every situation, guys, there's there's warning signs that you probably should keep your eyes open for. 
The first one is when one of your best customers doesn't want to do a job, that should have been a warning sign already. I should have known. How come you guys aren't going to go in and do this? Uh, I just thought it was too small, and maybe that was why. Uh, after getting into this, we did the test floor, and when we were sanding it, and the facilities manager is trying to figure out why we sanded through, and I've explained to him how thin the cork is and how it ended up happening. He lied down on his stomach and looked across the floor, and he goes, you do understand that I have the ability to see up to a sixteenth of an inch with just my naked eye. <laughs> I drive, and he goes, I, I swear to God, it's a direct quote, and he goes, when there's a carpenter in this house and they're doing moldings, I drive them crazy. Yeah, that's red a flag. Good sign. Yeah. Red flag, warning sign, all the bells went off. And I'm thinking, there's no way I can do upstairs. I got to get out of here. Um, but I get it. What, he, what he's also saying is he's thorough and he has a good eye. And we, we got to decide on our own if we want to stay in the game and try and play that out. So. I suppose there are warning signs and we have to develop our own insight to when we want to listen to them. Intuition is real guys. Um, the funny thing is over the years I've had warning signs and said, you know what, I'm going to do it and we're going to do the best job we can. And they've been really successful. So again, I go back to what I said earlier. The warning sign isn't it's a difficult person because you can get through that as long as you follow the guidelines of the project and the industry. But you shouldn't attempt something that you're worried about the outcome of the floor. That's when you have to be smart enough to say, I don't want to do this job because nobody's going to benefit on the other end. So, Chris, would you call that your resolution for 2022? What are you, what are My, you really looking at for 2022? My 2022 resolution regarding turning down jobs is going to be, we will be turning down the jobs that we can't control the outcome. If, if we're not comfortable with the process or we're not comfortable with the color or we're not comfortable with the finish that's been chosen, we're going to say no politely and professionally. And maybe that job will change the spec into something we are comfortable with. Or maybe we'll get the call because the other company that took it messed it up so bad that now they are going to listen. But I'm not going to put CNR or my guys in that position again, not in 2022. So what's your solution to this one? Are you going to just say, you know, we could do a new floor for you, but we're not willing to move forward on the on the main floor? That's actually what we already discussed. And we are showing them samples. Um, and again, here we are. We're going to do a click floating floor cork over the existing cork because it's not that thick and they have the room but he doesn't have an appetite for the fact that the new click floor is going to move a little so can we glue it and i said i've already talked to the manufacturer and they said we can't glue cork over cork so your options are a click floor that moves or you can have a gc come in remove do the proper demolition put in a new subfloor and we can do a glue down but the answer to your question, can't you just mitigate the movement a little bit? No. He's asking me to make a promise on a prayer, and I'm not going to make promises on a prayer. But I am going to see this one through because I'm a professional. Why is he against having the floor move? Because the cork floor that's there is firm, and it's soft underfoot, and he likes that. And because 
the people in this household are so particular. I said, we're clear. This is a click floating floor. It is not fastened up and down or to the floor. It is only fastened to itself. And we have to put an expansion. And he, you know, so all the questions were coming up over the new product that we're going to use as a result of the situation we're in. And the reason we're in the situation is because he doesn't want to live through demolition and a new subfloor. So again, the client's lack of faith or lack of desire to go through extra work is what's pushing me into avenues of floors that are making us suggest, well, then you can do this. Oh, well, okay, but I don't want you to do that. I want you to do this. So we're, we're still in a know when to say no. And I'm just going to keep saying this is the only one that I can do and take it or leave it. And, you know, honestly, they should just live with what they have. The floor's not that bad. It, it's got it's got some some wear here and there. But for his lack of wanting to go through everything and after we saw what happened with the sample test floor, let's just move forward. But I have to wait for him to make that decision. Right. Well, we'll look forward to finding out what the final resolution is on this one. But uh, speaking of resolutions, what else do you have for going into next year? Any big resolutions? Uh, the same one I make for CNR flooring every year, which is let's get more organized. Uh, and, you know, this is the year we're going to do this. And this is the year we're going to do that. And, you know, and we talk about it all the way through January 15th. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to try again, Michael, like I do every year. But even if one or two of the new ideas or the old ideas that we try to continue to organize with, even if one or two of them each year or each quarter come to fruition, you're making your company better. So that's the resolution. What are the one or two things you can do in the first quarter to make the company better? What's the one thing you could do in the second quarter, into the third quarter, and the fourth quarter? So that way you're not working on an entire list of everything, which makes it seem impossible. Let's pick a couple tasks per quarter to work on and then move forward. I think that's the best way to baby step, baby step your company into becoming more organized, more professional, and more productive. Well, I think that's excellent advice to end the year on. Anything else you want to say to our audience out there? Hey, guys, I hope you're doing well. I know COVID sucks, and um, we just got to keep pushing through it. It's, it's a different day every day, isn't it? It is. Don't get discouraged. Stay professional you know, mask up, do whatever you're supposed to do, do what makes your customers comfortable and do what keeps your workers safe and your family safe. I hope you guys have a great holiday. Happy New Year. And uh, let's look into a successful 2022. Thank you for letting me do the podcast, NWFA. And I hope you guys are having just, just a good time with it as much as I am. Well, thank you, Chris. And I hope we can give you a raise sometime in 2022 where we can move you from free to uh Free anything, 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 no, anything, anything north of where we are, baby, is, right. is a positive direction. Well, I have a t-shirt headed your way, man. So you enjoy that t-shirt, and I'll catch up with you next year. Game on, guys! Keep it real. Have a safe holiday season. <laughs>